Welcome to Brink. Today, I am joined by Leanna and Ryan, and they're from Symphony Casts. How are you doing today? So great. I'm so happy to be at the factory today. Yeah, always happy when we have childcare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're both able to work together at the co-working space today. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Well, let's start by talking about what Symphony Cast is, because we've never met before. We're learning about each other today. So I want to know what Symphony Cast is. Awesome. It is the official video tutorial site for a technology called Symphony, which is a framework based on the PHP programming language. Um, so we go on there, we make video tutorials and multiple choice challenges for people to learn and be able to create cool projects in Symphony way faster. And I am a Symphony nerd. I work on the core team and on the open source side of things as well. Symphony is an open source project. So for me, it's a way to balance having a company where we can get paid and also we're kind of working on the project because we get to make documentation video tutorials for everybody and then work a little bit on open source stuff as well that's really cool uh, i got my start as a php developer and i knew about symphony then i've since Please. migrated away so I, I haven't kept up to date on the symphony world but that's so unexpected for you to say yeah 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 it's like not as common in the united states to find symphony developers as it is in like europe so yeah that's the, really cool the internet is a is a really big place in yeah. symphony you'll find symphony or parts of symphony on like maybe a couple percent of it but you know the internet's so big that that couple percent ends up being yeah. huge so you can kind of run a business and have a community around it um but you won't run into people all that often especially in the u.s that have heard of it before so that's cool yeah no well i wish you existed back then or maybe you did how long has symphony 15 years well symphony well, cast has been 10 years symphony cast has been 10 years yeah yeah okay all right, so overlapping because 2010 would have been when I was was doing that. So ah, it was right before then, yeah. probably before you started Symphony Cast. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of the reasons why I abandoned Symphony was that I just didn't have the educational material to guide me through it. So. And before then, Ryan was still the documentation lead, so I guess you could still blame Ryan for that. Anyways. Probably, yeah. Were you really? Yep. Okay, yep. yeah. So, so yeah, so that's how you found your way to Symphony Cast. Then was. Mm-hmm. You've just been a part of something. Yep, documentation lead. And then you think of how can I bring this to more people? We started doing in-person. So none of this was really the plan. I was working the documentation um, and I really liked that. And then one of the companies in our ecosystem kind of approached us to become uh, basically an agency, web agency. And we said, yes, um, but doing web, the web agency model is a difficult one. Um, so along with doing some of the web agency stuff, we started getting requests for in-person trainings on the documentation lead. Uh, companies would approach us, say, we're spinning up. Can you fly out to wherever and give us a three-day training? So we were doing that, which is great because we were traveling around the world and it was a really good time. Um, but like a lot of things, you start to uh, the the need or the the niche starts to like kind of bubble to the service naturally. You're not necessarily looking for it. <clears throat> so for all the companies that are able to pay you thousands of dollars to fly out for their 10 person team, mm. there's 500 other individual developers or people on small teams that are, you know, they want the same thing, but you know, they can't pay the money to get you out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of a bad situation for everybody. So hence, like, very, very uh, easy kind of pivot there to, like, well, what if we basically turn those into screencasts and, you know, sold them for subscription per month? Um, so we kind of started doing that, and that got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the uh, the in-person training kind of, like, shrunk, I think, 
kind of really nice timing. I think as more things have just gone online, like compared to 10 years ago, I think there was more of a culture of like, we'll fly a trainer in. Now it's like find the resources online. So we're kind of lucky that we sort of pivoted at that same time. Um, it's a, and it's a lot nicer to have, um, I think I read this from 37 signals a long time ago. It's a lot nicer to have uh, a thousand clients that pay you just a tiny bit versus like a couple clients that pay you a lot. Yeah. Cause nobody can call us in the middle of the night. Right. You know, <laughs> don't have to like sweat. Nobody's going to call us. We don't get any of those, um, the, the dreaded, like all caps, urgent emails. Yeah. Cause you know? we had a client like that. And I remember there was one point where I had to change the ping that my phone would make when I got a text mm-hmm. message because that sound had started to give me the, like I would jump my, I could just feel like my blood pressure rise being like, what is it now? And so that has not happened in a long time. So, uh, so when you started symphony cast, were you both in from day one or okay? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. It was was me for a bit. You know, I was like jumping in with like project management stuff before I was officially on the team just because you, the developer mindset and then the client facing mindset isn't always the most compatible or same. Yeah. She makes the money. <laughs> That's it right there. I think the, the, like I, I was, I was doing the company solo for a short amount of time, but you, depending on your situation, we were in our twenties, we didn't have kids yet. Um, so you look around and, and it's like, okay, you're making this at your job. It's pretty low hanging fruit to be able to come over to, the company and, and make that amount, you know, that works well with our model doesn't work with all startup companies where we didn't get funding. We didn't have to like get a million dollars and like build something for a year before we started getting revenue. Um, there are certain models and early on the agency and that kind of consulting models are really forgiving one. Cause you're like, Oh, if we just do a little bit of consulting, we can pay our bills. And so it makes it less scary to kind of make that jump. So is it fair to say that you also built this company around your family and you've made some decisions along the way that have been beneficial for the the family? Like I'm thinking about the support issues, for example, like as soon as you you have kids and you're dealing with that, you're like, you don't want to be on call 24 seven anymore with customers. So have you made some decisions along the way that have been just in reaction to how your family and your personal life has developed? I'd say most of it was like organically came along, like, oh, like we moved to like the online platform and then that was starting to take off right around the time that our son was born. And so that just naturally worked out. Um, There's been given we had mentioned that a lot of symphony stuff happens in Europe. We have and, and with a lot of the conferences having virtual things, we've had to kind of decline some like um conference opportunities just from like the time of day like it's not fun to have a six-year-old but then also have to wake up at 2 a.m to give like a conference training so we've had a little bit of that but it just has kind of happened naturally i think i think don't necessarily give yourself enough credit in that area yeah i think even from a long time ago 10 years ago when we first started the agency thing it was like there are things where like i don't like this and so it's like, we're, we're, we're not going to do this anymore. Like that, that client we talked about, like we fired that client, yeah. uh, we changed our model. Um, we weren't necessarily thinking far enough ahead to like, what's it going to be like when we have kids, but we're like, this isn't the way that we want to live. Yeah. So now when we have no strings attached in our twenties, now's the time to kind of make that jump and make that leap to something that's just a better lifestyle. Um, so I think that goes also back to, I mean, our model for starting up didn't require funding, but, but that's when we, when for our personalities, when we think about funding, um, we think about kind of a loss of control or having kind of people have, um, 
uh, strings attached to you. Um, and this is a kind of a bad feeling from a lifestyle perspective. I mean, you did spend part of our rehearsal dinner evening of our wedding fixing something for a client website. <laughs> That's true, because we were still doing client websites. Exactly. So, yeah. And so that was one of the things I was like, that is not how I imagined this evening going. <laughs> So I know that you make it a big priority with our employees to be like, it's this is a lifestyle business. And, and one of the reasons that they're going to stay is that they're, this is, we're not, it's not a big deal about time off or vacations and we just are friends. And so it's like, if we're going to do this company, let's, let's do work that we want to do. And in the way that just like makes for a nice life, um, none of us are going to, you know, become like billionaires, yeah. uh, but we're having a really good time doing it along the way. That's awesome to hear. So many people that I run into and that are running businesses don't get to say what you just said, that you're having a really good time along the way. Like some people say, oh, it's really, really fruitful. It's been great. I can buy this or buy that. Uh, or they're getting like fame or recognition, but they're not having fun when, when they're doing it. So it's really cool to hear that you're having fun. Yeah, there is a path. It is, it is an option. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we haven't chatted before, but my wife and I started a company too back in uh, 2015, and we we still run it to this day. Um, so, I I'm I want to hear from your perspective, and because uh, I I definitely have strong opinions about this. But what do you think is like the best part about working with a significant other and building this lifestyle business? And um, yeah, just tell me about that, and then also some challenges like the rehearsal dinner thing is a real one right yeah. but i feel like you and i would say the first like one of the reasons why like the biggest reason why we did started doing this together and remains like a great part of it is just like the schedule overlap Same like like thinking. he like when ryan um first started the company and i joined on it was like okay yeah and now like when we get a training client in australia yeah we both get to go. One of you doesn't have to report to your in-person job <laughs> the week that this, or like use up all your vacation time the week that this really cool trip is happening for one person. Yeah. And so that was probably one of the strongest early ones when it was just like the two of us. Like, the point of having like this flexible schedule and I can work from anywhere when your partner is yeah. not in that situation. You're like, well, this is, that's like, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I don't have that freedom. Yeah. It's not as much. I want to hang out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a really good point about the flexible schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, yeah, but before uh, my wife and I went into business together, yeah, I had a really flexible schedule. She didn't. And I was like, who am I spending my time with? There's no one else out there. Everyone else is nine to fives. What am I doing here? Yeah, you, like, you're not going to like get up and be like, I'm going to go work in this place a thousand miles away for a month. No. So I'm just on my couch all yep. the time. And it's like, this isn't, this isn't great. Uh, so a challenge I have, I wonder what your solution to this is, is because my wife and I spend so much time together, working together and personal life, like we, we are sharing all the same experiences all the time. And so sometimes we don't even have to finish our sentencing. It's been just a story. It was like, yeah, I was there. And so we sometimes... Uh, like run out of things to talk about because it's just we're sharing all the same experiences Mm -hmm. what do you have any tips for how to like overcome that or do you if you even experience that at all no that's 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 a legit thing right like you you kind of forget about like you know your wife or husband like went to work all day and they have these stories and these things happen to them that you weren't there for um and when you don't have that you're like hey honey you how's work you were there (laughs) 
I feel like we we do have a couple different hobbies, and so like that helps. And also, we read a few different magazines and books, and so I feel like sometimes a lot of our conversations are about like, oh, what did you read in the Economist yesterday, or what NPR thing did you hear on your drive? Because we we're now having our son like we split the um, the driving to him to school, so Ryan will drive him to school in the morning. And I go pick him up in the afternoon. And it's like surprising the amount of content that can be generated with one six-year-old in a 10-minute car ride. Yeah. So having a kid, well, yeah. definitely adds a lot of variety yeah. into that. But yeah, I think we, we, we're like, we both are very into our hobbies and they're like, they're polar opposite. So okay. that kind of squeezes out a good amount of content. Yeah. Um, like you're super into knitting. Yes. I'm super into just like going home and like working more. <laughs> or Or even like, Coming here to the factory, we have different experiences during yeah. our identical days at the factory. Um, we were here earlier this week, and Ryan, if you give him an opportunity, he will just do what it is that he does for work, which is also what he does for a hobby. It's like yeah. what he would do all day. But I am significantly more social, so I might like, oh, I spent a little bit longer chatting with some people at the lunch table. Mm-hmm. And so then I like we get done with the day. I'm like, okay, now Ryan is available to talk. I need to download all this interesting information that I collected from the other factory members today. Yep. So Thanks. despite being in the same place all day, the way our personalities and interests are, we naturally have slightly different experiences. But getting getting out of the house but if is we, probably a yeah. good ingredient to if that. If we didn't come here, that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. That's a good takeaway then. The separate hobbies, even if one hobby is just working more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Separate hobbies that splitting the the drive to and from school that's a good one. I we've noticed that uh, cooperating co- the um, the story from the little kid is is always interesting because yeah we, my wife will hear one story I'll hear a different story and then we're like all right we got to reconcile this what actually happened there and then you talk to the teacher like somewhere in here is the truth what happened yeah. that's pretty good what uh, so what is next for you with symphony cast and you know you, it sounds like this is great for your life now and uh, how do you see this growing or changing over time if you can i know a lot of this has just been reactionary you're just like we'll take whatever comes and we'll you know we'll build around it but i'm just curious what when you're looking to the future what are you thinking yeah i, I feel like one of the things that's continually been uh, something we're trying to overcome is like, how do we make more content? Because we've got a mm-hmm. lot of really awesome content. Symphony is always coming out with new versions. So then you have to update your old content. And so some of your time is spent re-recording things you've already made. And you can't make some of the really cool new stuff that you really want to make because you got to get that like basic library reset for the Symphony version 6 or whatever is coming up. And so right now we're exploring some ways to streamline the content creation process and maybe even using different AI opportunities to help with some like boilerplate stuff, mm-hmm. um, doing like initial edits on things for like, you know, grammar typos and stuff like ways to just eke out some more efficiencies. Yeah. 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 It's just things are really good. We want to keep going. Um, and we would love to provide our community and our customers with like twice as much content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like if you do anything for a really long time, you just, those little, you, you get to really know that system and you get to really kind of imagine and reimagine what a faster system might be. So that's the kind of thing we're working on right now. Like, as you said, like AI will probably yeah. be a part of that here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So hope we can push out a lot more content than we, than we do right now. Yeah. The AI strategy seems like something everyone has to consider right now and see how it can help you out. There are some great tools out there though, especially that pre editing type of work mm-hmm. and, 
um, getting into podcasting now, I've learned about that too. Just filtering out all those little down points and the, the ums and the all those stalls. But are you? So you mentioned community aspect. So it's not just video. It's there's a community too. And mm-hmm. what does that community look like? Um, first of all, it's really awesome, and I always like think like from the experiences that we've had over the past like 10 years, I'm like, this is like such a friendly corner of the internet, like (laughs) hard to find. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I feel super lucky because we go to conferences. We right now we're going only once a year to like the major um, main symphony conference and maybe one or two smaller ones. We used to go to more, but like, it is just a blast. And you see the same people every time, like who are like a lot of times you see, like there's a core group that are always there. And then you get to meet a ton of new people, like maybe someone who's just starting out and then wants to jump in and accelerate learning by going to a conference. Mm -hmm. And so there's a really fun community through that. And then Ryan gets a deeper experience with, with uh, being a core member of Symphony. Yeah, but we're going to uh, open source stuff. Um, so it's a really nice like feedback cycle. Like where we effectively get money from the community because there are customers. Um, we can use that to like make more videos to to you know help so- help them solve problems more easily. Um, but then we also take some of our um, uh, income and basically reinvest that in our time back on the project. So I might see I might be teaching a tutorial and like see some rough point. I'm like, okay, I'm going to teach this, but. This is not the greatest experience. And then we can go back later and actually contribute that back to the project itself to, to make it a better experience. So it's like this yeah. nice little cycle those back and forth. Um, our users also like they comment a lot. They ask questions. So we have a really active comment section. So that's something that everyone on our team is responsible for is like replying to those comments, and those questions. Um, so it's not uh, it's cool. It's not like this making videos in isolation, you know, between yeah. open source and we're all the entire community is on slack as well we're all communicating on slack and the customer is like it's a very lively good feeling thing yeah. um and like i guess like really want to point out that we have a really awesome team that helps us out we have three full-time developers um vladimir victor and diego and they we get to hang out with them annually at the conference it's the only time we all see each other in person every year and it's just like, it's just, they're such cool people. We love hanging out with them on Slack, even more so in person when we get to do that and their partners that come. Um, and then we also have a couple part-time video editors and they each have their own fascinating, like, personalities and interests. The uh, one uh, editor we have that lives in Tennessee, she has just, like, infinite hobbies and things that she'll post about and her, like, pet porch lizards and like this like these loofahs she's making out of gourds and just all this cool stuff and then the other one we have that lives in LA like does a lot of stuff with like TV industry so then she'll talk a little bit about that and what that experience is like so it's just a really cool group of people kind of, I don't know if it was really purposeful we sort of hired by personality again yeah. like going back to that lifestyle thing like we're going to hire somebody they need to be able to do the job but really it's like do we like this person are they kind of like goofy and quirky the way that we want to be i mean we're all mm-hmm. we're all working remotely so if mm-hmm. we're going to be a bunch of like introverts like it's not going to work out super well the way we found them is that these are people that were using the site to learn and they were commenting and we're like this person is commenting a lot <laughs> and they sound really fun let's just private message them and be like hey by the way would you also like to like work here in addition like you've learned a lot yeah if you want to come in and and their whatever company they were working at was not currently paying for their subscription yeah, I'll, that too. I'll point that out. Yes, that is a very important thing. We're not poaching people who have like company accounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, so 
you, you've been doing this for a long time. You've always been in West Michigan then? We started in Nashville, Tennessee. And then we moved back to West Michigan because uh, we both went to college here. I went to Hope. I went to Grand Valley. Nice. And then we came back here in 2014. Okay. So you've been here for a while. I so 2014, that was after starting Symphony Cast. Yeah. Then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nashville was, it was a fun place. Um, it was a great tech scene, especially. I mean, sure it is still now, but it was especially then. We had a cool group. Is that where like the greater symphony group is, is in Nashville? Or is this a totally... I, think, I know it's all yeah. distributed now, but back then, was it like a... Symphony, especially back then, actually was a bit hot in Nashville. I don't know if it still is. We have a Symphony user group, which not every city can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a weird kind of hot spot. I I moved down there for a job, a Symphony job, Mm -hmm. actually. And then the first day I was there, they're like, oh, we're going to, there's a meetup tonight. And uh, and like John Wage is speaking, which won't mean anything to you guys. For me, that was like, (laughs) I was like a rock star. I couldn't believe I just moved to Nashville. And I was like, oh, I was like wait, yeah. wait, this guy is speaking and he lives in my city? Like, yeah. no way. Which is great because we, we heard this story. We became really good friends with him and his wife. We still are. Like, we go on vacation almost once a year together. And he would come back. He came back. He's like, yeah, so this Ryan guy shows up to my talk with his notebook and pencil and his list of questions written out, like, like ready to be like, okay, John, here are my questions. I want to learn about doctrine. <laughs> like, just... Yeah, having having programmers as customers is great because it's so just, fun. Just curious nerds, yeah. they care a lot. They yeah, they do. They do care a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, we're going to wrap up soon. Is there yeah. anything else that you want the world to know about Symphony Casts or yourselves? Anything you want to share? I would say to anybody that uses Symphony Casts, thank you. We love our job. We yeah. love being able to give back to it. Thank you for letting me turn my little open source hobby into a business so that I can keep doing my open source hobby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you and, and um, if you are a programmer and uh, and are trying to start a business um, and you don't have that business mentality, um, ideally find somebody that can. Like this business wouldn't have worked without Leanna. You know, I just want to basically work on open source and like somehow like money like falls into my lap that's just my personality some personalities don't like promote themselves well um so this has been a great partnership because she's like yes but we have to actually make some money and um (laughs) yeah also just i I think she's actually more popular in the symphony community than i am when we go to the conferences too they i will say they they have a thing we used to do a thing and i think this still happens at the big symphony conference it's called php jeopardy um but imagine working php into that word and i won it one year and it is strictly technical questions i am not personally a php developer i do the front end development but like i take it as a testament to how active a listener i am to ryan <laughs> i was like ryan look at i heard you because i answered some extremely technical questions on a thing that i don't do one of the questions was about a feature that was going to be coming in the next version of php <laughs> and really she nailed it wow <laughs> but i guess so like, proud. Yeah. but uh, from my side i would say if anyone uh wants to talk knitting that is like my favorite hobby and my favorite thing to do. I'm wearing like a pair of socks right now that I knit myself and I just don't have enough people that I get to talk to about knitting. And so I am just like very open to that content. So that's the takeaway from, from this contact Leanna about knitting. Yeah. I want to talk about it. Let's talk about touching yarn. (laughs) That is awesome. All right. Well, this has been great. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit. This was fun. Um, Finally to sign off, how do they find symphony cast? Just, We'll include in the show notes, but yeah. where is SymphonyCast? SymphonyCast.com. Okay. All right. Thank you. Cool. Thanks. Yep.